We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, here on Sports Byline USA Broadcasting Network, twitch.tv slash F4W Video. And, of course, the mightier 1090 throughout of all of, all of SoCal. we got a lot to get into here today. Last night was Raw, and boy, is there a lot to talk about coming out of that Raw show last night. For a number of reasons. Number one, there is a WWE Payback pay-per-view coming up on Sunday. So they had to shoot a whole bunch of angles last night. Problem was, Vince was rewriting the show all day long. So when you're watching this show, some stuff it made sense and some stuff it didn't make sense. And uh, I just watched the show. It was it was straight out of WCW again. Okay, like I'm watching a WCW show. Script wasn't done until an hour into the show. It's just the same stuff we saw at the end in World Championship Wrestling. Rushing to get this next pay-per-view on the air. Rushing all of these matches. Matches announced during the commercial. A show starts with two people fighting, and then in about 20 minutes, they're teaming up together to face the tag team champions. It was like weeks' worth of storylines all packed into a three-hour show. And then, of course, there was the issues with the Thunderdome. WWE, if you don't know what happened... It's already issued an apology, so you can only imagine what showed up on the Thunderdome screens. We'll tell you about that when we come back from the break. And yes, we also have the ratings for AEW on Saturday night. It was a Saturday night show. Numbers didn't come out until this morning. And of course, we'll have the raw numbers coming out in about an hour as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian Alvarez to get those numbers. And we do have four matches for payback, so we'll tell you about that as well. If you would like to contact us today for now... Text messages, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. 
I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code RADIO and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. Check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com. We've got you covered. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Well, here we go. The combination of several thousand virtual fans and a new toy like Thunderdome was bound to have kinks for WWE and several particularly problematic fans from Monday's Raw, resulted in the company needing to issue a statement on Tuesday. During the broadcast, several viewers took note of a front-row virtual fan clad in what appeared to be a Ku Klux Klan robe during the retribution attack on Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Fans also noted a video of a person being executed, also sitting in the front row, during the same segment, as well as an image of Chris Benoit during Drew McIntyre's promo earlier in the show. 
WWE released the following statement Tuesday. This abhorrent behavior does not reflect WWE's values. We have zero tolerance for these unacceptable acts. We are working to ban those involved from future events. I hope so. And per our policies, any inappropriate actions result in the removal from the live stream. WWE launched the virtual fan experience last Friday on SmackDown as part of Thunderdome, their new in-ring presentation designed to bring fans into the live experience and to provide more of an atmosphere for those watching at home, etc., etc., etc. So a couple of things here. First off, I asked this question on the Filthy Tom show. I haven't got a good answer. This company is making more money than they have ever made, ever in their existence. Ever. In the middle of a pandemic. They're paying a whopping $450,000 to run this Thunderdome from now until the end of October. The cost to run a live Raw, the cost to run a live Raw before the pandemic was, was over a million dollars an episode. Okay, so all of September, all of October, two weeks of August, we're talking 10 weeks. You know, that would have been well over $10 million to run those raw shows live pre-pandemic. Now they have from now until the end of October for $450,000. And granted, there's the cost of, of sending sending it up to the satellite uplink, everything like that. But the point of the, the point of this is they're saving a lot of money right now. Why don't you just hire 15 bucks an hour, a thousand people to be fans? Because right now you've got these real fans that you're not happy with, that you're sitting there and you're telling them what to do, how to cheer. You're doing WCW worldwide tapings in 1995. You're basically, what you want is you want fans to do what you want them to do. And these fans aren't, so you're sitting there and you're micromanaging them. Why just hire some people to do this job? That's number one. Number two, and I, I, I hesitate to even say this, but I've heard this from so many people today. I want to make it abundantly clear. I think that what these, these fans did last night was abhorrent. Don't ruin the show with Chris Benoit and, and throat slitting and all of this other stuff. They're asking you to just go out there and be a fan and you have to go and try to ruin the show and put all this horrible stuff on television. I mean, it's terrible, okay? Now, with that said, I had one person after another today, some of them involved with the company, that pointed out this company has been fighting, battling with their fan base for 20 years now. It's just butting heads and fighting. The the Daniel Bryan thing, which like in WWE's world now was some brilliant thing that they planned out from start to finish and they gave you it. Dude, that ain't what happened. You wanted Daniel Bryan and they fought you on it. And they fought you on it. You wanted Roman Reigns to turn heel. They fought you on it. They fought you on it. The, the authority. I mean, dude, even last night when Keith Lee comes out and they give him new music. I mean, it's all I heard last night was how angry people were about Keith Lee's new music. Did they need to change Keith Lee's music? No, of course they didn't. But this has been 20-plus years of fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting with the audience. And as abhorrent as it was, and I don't want to see it, and I don't advocate it, 
But that's one of the reasons when you do a Thunderdome, people are there and they decide that they want to try to screw up your show. So there's no easy solution to this other than my solution, which is no more real fans. Just go out there and hire some people to do what you want them to do, and you go from there. You can afford it. You can more than afford it. I mean, you could afford to pay them 100 bucks an hour to do this if you wanted to. So anyway, what next? Uh, you jumped around on a couple different topics there. Um, it's all tying together. It's all one it, topic. It does, but WWE fighting tooth and nail with their fans, in my opinion, brings the micromanagement of needing to tell them how to react and what to do because they are Pavlovian and they respond to entrances they respond to the batch of moves at the end of a match in the finisher and that's kind of it and being stop start with people and bad angles and stories and fighting them tooth and nail that's what leads to the production aspect that you talked about first why you're drawing that line to people being garbage and people being trolls um that's not why people went ahead and did what they did that's not why people call into this show with benoit conspiracies it's not why People will troll and and go after people on a forum or prank call people or any of that sort of stuff. They do it because they can. They do it because that's just how it goes. And I'm sure anybody that's ever worked in retail or hospitality or, or really directly with anyone knows that dealing with the general public sometimes is a nightmare. And I think it's just as simple as there are people being garbage that are doing garbage things. I don't believe that you can draw the line fairly from WWE failing so often with their fans as to the reason that somebody would go and put a execution video or a Klansman or Chris Benoit up on the page. I just don't think that's fair. to. Well, do. let me ask you a question, Mike. Sure. Do you believe that if New Japan did a Thunderdome, you would have seen the Klan and an execution and anything of that nature on any of their Thunderdome screens? New Japan? Yes. No, I don't think you would see that. AEW, I think it's possible, unfortunately. You I think, think you would when, see that in an AEW show? I think the, the odds of it go down a lot because of the fan base and, 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 and that AEW may have. But, again, you're asking I, – I just don't think – you're drawing two things here that just – People are jerks. People would call into the Larry King show because it was on national TV and say things. People call into lots of different shows when they just because C-SPAN watch that watch Washington Journal in the morning, you know, a completely a show that's got no censors whatsoever. And what people will do on a, on a, on a station like C-SPAN, what people will do just because they know they, they can get away with it. And I just don't think to hold this against WWE. Yes, there may have been something missed in the vetting process as far as getting that stuff out but this is all as we've talked about a you know a work in progress here and i just think it's a to damn wwe for that sort of thing when one would assume that they're trying their best to actually not have anything like that happen for obvious reasons so we can avoid situations like this i just don't think i just don't think that that's a fair line to draw but that's if that's your opinion that's fine i just don't think it's a well, fair thing to necessarily let me, lay let at me WWE's ask WWE's feet that would be like laying it at your feet that ryan will call in with benoit conspiracies it's just it doesn't make any sense let me let me ask everyone who watches sports this question has there been anything with the nba on their screens has there been has there been an execution has there been anything 
similar to this on an NBA show with their screens? I want someone heard, to answer me that question. Have you heard, and you're right, I guess, about that, but, and I don't know if that's the case, and I don't know if you're going to get the answer. But, you know, do people do this at live sporting events when the camera goes on and give the middle finger or do something lewd or something like that? It happens all the time. So I, I just, again, I think this is, it is an interesting line for you to draw. And I am, I'm not sitting here, I'm not even blaming WWE. I said the thing was horrible, but I'm pointing you out. You are blaming WWE. That's no, how it sounds no, to this. That's I'm how pointing you made it out. Let me, let me go. I'm pointing out that when you fight with your fans for 20 years, then they're more likely to fight back than a promotion that does not fight with their fans and tries to give the fans what the fans ask for. That's just, that's it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not blaming them for this, but I'm pointing out this is one of the reasons this stuff happens with WWE. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800-426-2301. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Oh, basking his glory. For he is limitless. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This show is the only place you're going to hear that song because it's gone from the main roster. By the way, somebody, one of our Twitch homies, talk about fighting with your audience. This person says, ha, virtually everything that Figure Four has said about the Thunderdome is false. Dude. I get anywhere from three to six emails every day from people who were part of the Thunderdome audience. And they tell me what happened in every single one of those emails. Yeah, what happened Friday might be different from what happened Sunday, which might be different from what happened Monday. But every single thing that I've said about the Thunderdome comes directly from someone who was part of the Thunderdome and emailed me about it afterwards. We'll probably get some during this show for all I know. This person here says, actually, before we get into the, let's do the, let's do the news first. Since everyone's asking about Dynamite. Saturday is Dynamite, 755,000 viewers, down 4.7% from the previous week in the regular Wednesday night time slot. Lowest rating for the show since July 8, which was night two of Fighter Fest, aired opposite the Keith Lee, Adam Cole, winner take all, title versus title match on NXT. 18 to 49, Dynamite finished fifth on cable. 0.31 rating, down 3.1% from the previous week. Trailed three NBA playoff games and the UFC main card on ESPN in that demo. Dynamite's lead in was an NBA game that averaged 1.6 million viewers on TNT. It should be noted a subsequent game on ESPN aired against most of Dynamite, averaged 1.75 million viewers. Reasonable to assume most basketball fans would switch to ESPN rather than stay on TNT for Dynamite. Not really fair to compare the show with NXT this week. They ran on different nights. NXT had no competition. Dynamite aired opposite NXT TakeOver. But the individual demo ratings were very similar to what they usually are when both shows air on Wednesday. AW won every demo, except people over 50, where NXT had a huge advantage. A 0.42 to Dynamite's 0.25. AW's strongest demo were men 18 to 49, where the show did a 0.44 rating to NXT's 0.32. People 18 to 34, where Dynamite has beaten Raw in some weeks, showed it a 0.21, which was up 16.7% from the previous episode, but below the 0.28 that Raw averaged that week. Dynamite will also air on Thursday this week due to the NBA playoffs. So the main thing to talk about here is that they've got a very loyal audience and they did a very good job alerting that audience that the show was going to be on Saturday this week because they didn't do the same number, but they were a few percentage points away in all of the major demos from doing what they do on Wednesday with competition 
from NXT. So what's going to be interesting, this doesn't really tell you, what we know about NXT is that if there were no AEW competition, we know what NXT would do because NXT went unopposed on Wednesday. That's the number that they would probably do on most weeks without competition. We do not yet know that about AEW because AEW was unopposed but on a different night, a Saturday night. So in a couple of weeks, we are going to get AEW unopposed on Wednesday. And that number is likely what the show would do unopposed every week. And my guess is that when we get the AEW unopposed number and we add in the NXT unopposed number, which is happening again this Wednesday, we average those together, the combined audience for those two shows is going to be way above the 1.4, 1.5 million that they do when they go head to head. So that tells you that it probably would be better for the wrestling business and both companies if they didn't go head-to-head and one show was on a Tuesday and one show was on a Wednesday. But we'll find out in a couple of weeks here. It would be a lot better for us if that was the case. It would be a lot easier to watch. Um, it really good numbers for AEW when you take into account the fact that they move days and it shows, again, you know, they, the loyalty of their, their fan base to travel over with them. And finishing so well when they actually had some competition there, the NBA and NASCAR looked to be the only thing sports-related that beat it, and there wasn't much else that did, although I didn't even know they did ratings for 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't know if you you, you gazed through these, Brian, but the Pioneer Woman, uh, Reed Drummond, on the Food Network at 10 a.m., 1.054 million people watching that. Were you one of those people watching that? Do you think I'm up that hour of the morning on a Saturday? No. You have kids. I'm surprised you can get up at six. AEW also to contend with the NBA game running long by half an hour. Just said that. Yeah. Well, that's what this person said. Are you texting me too while you're at it? A little bit. This person here says, you made an excellent point about WWE being at war with fans. WWE doesn't help their case either when talent encourages attacking the fans. Everything about this situation is horrible. Well, at least we can agree on that. Everything about this situation is horrible. I get what you mean about the Thunderdome fans. It's not WWE's fault that it happens, but them treating fans poorly for so long breeds resentment, and fans with no maturity or sense of morality will take this as an opportunity to get even. I mean, dude, there's absolutely resentment against WWE because you can look at Raw two years ago last week when the show did 3 million viewers, and in two years they're down to 1.6 million viewers. So we're talking... Actually, it was one point, yeah, one point six million. So in two years, WWE has last lost half, half of their raw audience in two years, not in ten years, not going back to the invasion. In two short years, half of the WWE raw audience they've split, they've lickety split. There's resentment there. You think Saturday's rating for Dynamite? could mean a slightly higher rating on Thursday since it's only one day off schedule. I don't think it matters how many days off schedule. If it's off schedule, it's off schedule. So Thursday will probably be better because Thursday night, I think it's a much easier night to watch wrestling than Saturday night. You know, there's there was a lot on Saturday night. If you're a wrestling fan, there was a takeover. If you're a MMA fan, there was UFC. I mean, there was the two NBA, there was the NBA game. So there was a lot of competition on Saturday. I would expect that Thursday 
is going to do much better than Saturday. And I would expect that Wednesday unopposed is going to do much better than Thursday and Saturday. And I'm not going out on a limb here with these predictions. These fans are the same people responding to your weekly tweets about ratings. This is not a WWE issue. It's a people issue. Nameless nobodies who only care about getting themselves over to people online. This is an issue that has risen up as a result of people in power or authority giving credence to these trolls. I am baffled that WWE put out a statement. Like, WWE did nothing wrong. And in fact, I would bet that if you weren't following everything very closely online, I would bet that most people, A, didn't notice, and B, didn't even know about it today. And now WWE has done a statement calling attention to it. So my guess is that there probably will be more of it on Friday. Well, they well they didn't bring attention to the exact specifics of what it was. Just that there are abhorrent images, and then obviously that's going to send people. And there's going to be tweets and things, you know, stories associated with it that people will be able, I'm sure, to check out. But they, I think, did what I, anybody would do in this situation if you're a corporation or a team or something like that where this happened. That's what you do: is you issue a statement. You don't belabor it you don't beat on it or anything like that but you issue the statement and you kind of go from there do i think it'll bring more no i think it'll bring less because they have to be more vigilant about it they have got to however this is involved with the production and the direction you know and them cutting to these different shots you know they're going to have to be more vigilant about it so i don't i'm sure that people will make attempts that's what copycats do all the time that's why you see this type of stuff happen so much because somebody got away with it some other jackass is going to try it but that's just puts more on wwe to make sure that this type of stuff doesn't make it up to the screen versus i know you keep mentioning the end of wcw but i'm getting more of the worst of tna storytelling vibes Given that almost all of the producers are TNA alumni, is it any wonder that the stories suck? Okay, here's here's the problem with this comparison, everybody. And everyone always tries to make the TNA-WCW comparison. TNA never changed. They did a 1.5 rating and 1.1 million viewers for years and years and years and years and years. And... Occasionally, they would do something crazy, like bring in Hulk Hogan and go up against Raw. And, and occasionally, they would like have a brief period where they do a much bigger than usual number. But then, within two weeks, it would go back to 1.1 rating, 1.5 million viewers. Week after week, after month after month, after year after year. It didn't matter what they did. The booking was awful. It was nonsensical. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. But... 1.1 rating, 1.5 million viewers every single week. There was no rise. There was no fall. Now, the difference is, whatever WCW is doing, I, let me just put it this way. The reason for that is because I hated it, but clearly Impact was giving their audience what they wanted because the audience just kept watching. Now, WCW and WWF, they are similar because WCW started doing a bunch of really stupid stuff and they fell, 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 and then they went out of business. Now, WWE is not going out of business, but when you've gone from 3 million viewers for Raw in 2018 to 1.6 million viewers for Raw two years later, that is a collapse. You're running people off. And WCW did that, not Impact. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
Primal strength. Ain't nobody man enough to feel the pain. And you can be next. You better give respect. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. And now today's Real Ketones Good Health Tip. Beginning your low-carb lifestyle, just start simple. Number one, pick protein. Chicken, beef, pork, turkey, seafood, and eggs. Number two, pick low-carb veggies, cauliflower, broccoli, zucchini, cucumbers, etc. Number three, add good fats, butter, cheese, bacon, avocado, and nuts. It's that simple. And now a word from Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots. If you knew there was an energy shot that also helped you lose weight, would you try it? Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots give you sustained energy without the sugar jitters or crash. That's why Keto Energy Shots constantly get five-star reviews. The secret is our patented all-natural ingredient, DBHB. This powerful ingredient revs up your metabolism and turns your body into a fat-burning machine in only minutes. Feel energized while shredding unwanted pounds. Pull into a CVS now and look for keto energy shots in the weight loss aisle or go to realketones.com hey mike how's the house coming along <sighs> needs a ton of work the pipes are leaking needs a new roof the ac just broke i just don't have time to do it all myself you know anyone oh just ask home advisor they match you with the best local pros for any home project cool yeah you can read reviews and book appointments online what's it cost actually home advisor is always free to use nice i'll check it out go to homeadvisor.com or download the free app home advisor. you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike sempervivi on the sports byline broadcasting network Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com, should note that tomorrow, on this very program, David Finley is going to be on the program. We'll be talking to him about NJPW World's New Japan Strong every Friday night. The New Japan Cup USA Finals. He was sadly defeated by Kenta, but such is life. Last night, they had to build up a pay-per-view. And this this is our lineup for payback, everyone. 
I'm going to try and explain how they set all of this up off the top of my head. Good luck to me. So we have The Fiend versus Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Which, by the way, they're billing as a no-holds-barred triple threat match. Even though in a triple threat match, there are no DQs. So it's always no-holds-barred. Now, why this is so hard? And by the way, the announcement of this, they went to commercial and they said, breaking news, this match has been signed. Cool, dude. We have Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. This was set up when Randy Orton beat up and hospitalized Drew McIntyre. Keith Lee is Drew's friend. And Keith Lee and Randy Orton had a match, which was like four minutes long. And it ended when Randy Orton gave Keith Lee the draping DDT. And he set up for the RKO. And Drew pulled him out of the ring for the disqualification. That's how they set up this match on the pay-per-view. The match is not about Keith Lee. The match is about Keith Lee is fighting for his friend Drew McIntyre coming up at payback. And I would presume that Randy's going to get another title match down the road. So sounds to me like either he beats Keith Lee or we do the exact same thing that happened here, which is Drew returns from his cracked skull, interferes in the match, for this qualification, and away we go. Maybe they can do a three-way, no-holds-barred match down the road. We had, we have Sasha Banks and Bailey defending the titles, okay? Now, they shot an angle about a week ago where Shayna Baszler and Asuka beat them, and so we figured that was going to be the match at Payback. Oh, no, my friends. Oh, no. Nia Jax returns. She's magically just off suspension because she apologized to Pat Buck, she said. And she gets in a fight with Shayna. They start brawling at ringside. Sasha and Bailey laugh at this. And so Shayna and Nia stop fighting and they look at them. That's how they set up this tag title match. Which, by the way, led to an angle where Shayna and Nia had a meeting, and Nia said, I really want to win the tag titles. And Shayna said, well, I'll help you do that, but in return, you've got to leave me alone afterwards. So you're going to help her win the tag titles, and then you don't want her to have anything to do with you. Well, how are you going to defend these titles, buddy? And finally, Apollo Crews will be facing Bobby Lashley. They set this up with an angle where they did an arm wrestling match. And Apollo Crews cheated and won over Bobby Lashley. That was raw, everybody. And that was just the setup for all of the pay-per-view matches. The rest of the angles, I mean, it's the same stuff. We're, we're, we're in the WCW era here. Maybe that's one of these days on the network. They'll, they'll have a video looking back at the 2019-2020 the era and call it the WCW era. The World Championship Wrestling era. Because that's what we're in right now. I gotta be honest, I'm surprised that you and Dave bantered on for so long about Apollo Crews and the Bobby Lashley thing. I thought, if nothing else, you know, it's been one time where Apollo Crews has looked, I don't know if strong is the word, but certainly outfoxed the Hurt Business and wasn't just getting beaten on or treated like garbage. So I did enjoy that. And Bobby Lashley having his foot over the, the line and Apollo going in there and stomping it and throwing his arm down and then escaping everybody. 
you know, if he could have grabbed the belt a little bit quicker, you know, that that shot lingered on for a little bit too long. But, hey, that's what happens sometimes. At least he looked good in this, whereas his friend, Cedric Alexander, I mean, why why was he fighting Bobby Lashley at the end after uh, – why? You know, why – why are Ray and Dominic bringing Angie Mysterio around? Not only did Ray almost lose his vision, like supposedly, and her son is getting beaten with sticks, literally, but you also have a place where at any point retribution could show up and somebody could be violently assaulted. I mean, why would you bring her around? Why is she in the mix right now? Why would you change Keith Lee's music and everything that makes him you know, somebody that NXT fans could identify with and get behind, sing his music, get into him. Why would you do that? Why with Nia and Shayna? Why do we have Shania? Why do we have this happening? Why is this taking place? Why is Nia back? They give a crappy excuse. And I don't know, I, I'm i not sure if I talked with you about this yesterday before Raw or with somebody else who may have been on the show yesterday where this was coming with Nia and, and Shayna because this is what they do. They added the extra, the extra little, I guess this was Vince McMahon's birthday present to break out a really old reference to, to, you know, belittle women that maybe he doesn't like aesthetically, you know, by, by bringing up the Adams family about Shayna and bringing Dude, Shayna up called her Haystacks Calhoun. Hayst well, and bringing Nia, calling Nia Haystacks Calhoun. And I mean, Come on. I mean, there were a, the, just forget there were tons of things like this that were very WCW like. And then to find out that Vince was shows up and tears up the script, you know, essentially, I guess, 45 minutes before he shows up because he's rewriting it all day on the way to the show or however this worked itself out. I mean, it's just like, come on, this is it's like amateur hour. Basit here from Pakistan says just baffled that late last year. A sledgehammer was not enough to keep Bray Wyatt's The Fiend down. And now he goes down after a couple of spears. What the hell went wrong? Well, they had an idea at the beginning of The Fiend, which was he was invincible and he sold nothing. And he wrestled under a red light. And it absolutely sucked in every conceivable way. And so eventually, thankfully, they got rid of the light at least. And then someone probably figured, you know, you really can't do a match with somebody who doesn't sell. And so now he sells more, and that's it. That's it. There's no consistency to any of these storylines. There's no canon. There's no long-term storytelling. Vince wakes up one day, his birthday, by the way. Yesterday was Vince's birthday. He spent the whole day rewriting a Raw show to give us what we actually got on television last night. Happy birthday, Vince. <laughs> canon has been your for like the last 18 months. You, you and the war on canon. It's a war on these people that are trying to tell me that this is all by design. I mean, bro, it's all by design, but we had a hair match announced, and then the Friday before the pay-per-view, they dropped it and changed it to another match. Are you going to sit here and tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about and plans don't change, and this is Brian, all a storyline? Do me a favor. Use. There's plenty of examples you can use. Use a different one than that. All right. Where, they didn't have any choice. Where is that. Ziggler? and Ivar that they announced on television last week and they put a graphic on the screen and then Ivar is there Ziggler is there nobody got their house broken into where's the match well there was no match 
Do you see one of the only times they used a cryon, you know, when they went to the back was to point out that it was Angel Garza in big letters and then had Demi Burnett and Zelina Vega right next to it? Like, they had to make sure, I guess, instead of just putting up Demi Burnett's name, as if a fan wouldn't know who Zelina or uh, Garza was, they made sure to put those up there as well, too. Which, by the way... Again, with why, and somebody pointed out it's like the Jadakiss video, I need the shirt, and somebody holding placards in the back. Why is Demi Burnett there? I don't know. They're, plugging, they're plugging her show. She's on. It, she's his guest. Has it ever been explained on how she's Ivar, Angel's guest? Ivar's got the power to actually summon a huge there turkey is no leg story. to He's, go in his hand? How he, does he do that? He goes to the store, and he gets a big turkey leg. They have them everywhere. Is somebody, is Tony Gurria, did they hire him back to kind of like throw it? Because it's always a perfect shot in his hand. Is it like Gurria with the beers Speaking of outdated Austin? references. Steve Austin, you brought him up earlier on. This guy here says, I think Haystacks Calhoun may be the most outdated reference WWE has ever done. Dude, the Adams Family. I guess they had a movie yeah. about the Adams Family, but. Still, come on, give me a break. Car 54, where are you? It's like somebody review. Universal title match was actually announced at the top of Raw before Drew came out. Oh, great. How much stuff I missed trying to fast forward through these stupid commercials? <laughs> about three minutes each time. Just got to set it to that. If Vince did not fly in till an hour before Raw, does that mean he went home after SummerSlam, or was he not at SummerSlam at all? I don't know. Maybe he wasn't there. Maybe he celebrated his birthday on SummerSlam Sunday. And then worked all day on his actual birthday, screwing up Raw. How many people? Maybe he went to go hang out with his mother. I'm not even lying to you there. I mean, my God. You know, how old is his mom now? 102? How old is she? I think she just turned 100 or something, but I'm not sure. How many people do you think understood the Haystacks Calhoun reference? Dude, have you seen the demos? Probably every last single one of them understood the reference. Bungie Maybe not every last too. single one of them, but the vast, vast majority, <laughs> the vast, ma- the the median age of Raw is in their 50s, okay? I, when I was a little kid, had heard of ha- Haystacks Calhoun. So these people are a decade older than I am. It, you know the crazy part is, too, they could actually like use the name like Gorilla Monsoon, too. He's at least one of their legends. It's not like Haystacks Calhoun, I guess the, the minute-long title reign he had with Gurrier or Zabisco or wherever he was with the tag titles, but it's not like he's even one of their guys. You would think, who's been a great fat guy that could always be associated with WWE? Oh, I don't know. Yokozuna? Yokozuna would be good? Yes, that would be fine. <laughs> person here says, I am praying to every god I know. For Nye and Shayna to lose on Sunday. Not only is it a terrible pairing, but the reason for them teaming up is beyond ridiculous. Listen. It's what they do. In my What's soul, more ridiculous? In my soul, I do not believe that Bailey and Sasha are losing to this team. But. 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 They shot an angle for Asuka to be in there with Shayna to face them for the tag team titles. They went out of their way to take Asuka out of that match and put Nia in. That tells me that they have something that they want to do with Asuka. Because, I mean, otherwise, if they're just going to lose, why can't Asuka do the match on Sunday and then we just go about whatever plan we had for Asuka? Clearly, clearly there is a plan for Shayna and Nia to be together. So, if you think it's impossible that they win the tag team titles... Think again. I'm praying it does not happen. 
they've done this, the frenemies gimmick. What do they call it in Mexico? The Pareas, uh, Incredible, whatever the hell it is. The two random people mush together for, I mean, they do this stuff all the time. I think a more insulting part of this whole storyline has been that we're supposed to be beating on Bailey about being a bad friend and about being a shady person when it's her partner who's the one who keeps assing herself up in these matches. Spurgeon says, I'm 31. I know Haystack since I'm a hardcore fan, but geez, I cannot imagine too many people my age catching that. Well, here's the thing is, Dave mentioned last night, and this is true. A lot of the old sports announcers, whenever there was a fat guy and they wanted to make a wrestling reference, they would reference Haystack's Calhoun. Haystack's Facts. Calhoun was very, very, very famous in his day. Okay, Morgan's Corner, Arkansas. He wasn't like the greatest wrestler for sure, no. and he wasn't like an Andre the Giant that went all over the world and was was. But he was famous because he was gigantic, and so I think there's enough people that knew Haystack's Calhoun that would make references to Haystack's Calhoun. That if you're in your late 40s, early 50s, mid, dude, the median age of a raw viewer is 50. Okay, so half of them are older than that. So I would bet that most people understood the Haystacks Calhoun reference. Mighty Wilbur in the chat. That was who Vinny would bring up as far as a fat guy would be. Oh, this guy says, I'm 18. I understood the reference to Haystax Calhoun. Well, because, I think it's because it's become synonymous with a fat person, I guess, because of announcers and people, if that's the only wrestler they knew. Like, you know, it's like, you know, somebody who doesn't know wrestling, but they say they came from New York and they say Bruno. Well, the other thing, synonymous. the other thing with this audience, this raw audience, is we're down to the hardest of the hardcore. There's no casual fans watching Raw. So if you're a hardcore fan, you probably have heard of Asex Calhoun. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. 
800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Matthew. Huh? It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, They really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Having a discussion with the Twitch homies during the break about big fat guys in wrestling. and Yokozuna was absolutely great. He was a great worker. Earthquake was a great worker. Giant Haystacks, who was not Haystacks Calhoun, but he was Loch Ness. He was not a great worker. No, no. Mabel, no. Mabel was acceptable, but he really oh, wasn't. Come on. Really wasn't very good. He was pretty bad. He was pretty bad. And uh, who were some? You know other... who was actually good for a while, even though this is a little bit old. But like you go back and you watch him move a little bit when they weren't too overweight. Was Leroy uh, Leroy Brown? Uh, back in the day, Bad Leroy Brown uh, was one of those guys. Was around in a lot of territories. Big dude who could move a little bit. Bam Bam Bigelow, you know, you forget about his amateur background and the fact that he could move uh, before he put on too much weight as well. Too another dude. Who he was, was pretty good, but he was not as good a worker as Yokozuna. He did. No, he was no. more athletic, and he had a he had a cool look. But he was not as good as as Yokozuna. Yoko, before the weight got on too much, was he was pretty damn great for his size. Great. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening here today. Brian and Vinny show later on tonight. Going back to 2001, where everything is exactly the same as it is today, just bigger stars, full buildings, and, of course, Wrestling Observer Radio last night. Check it out. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you all next time, Wrestling Observer Live.